I threw that shit before I came in the room. <laughs> I threw that shit before I came in the room. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Welcome, Welcome back, back, everybody, to the, the X Button Podcast. <laughs> Today is Monday. Yes, we did it. We're finally doing the long-awaited Biomutant review. Thank God, I'm here today. I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here today with the host. That's the most. Um, the co-host, Jim. Verbose. The co-host. That's the most. Yeah. What does verbose mean? What is that? I don't know if that's even a word. I think you made that up. I thought verbose is a word. Anyway, verbose. I'm here with Jim. And Groove, what up, y'all? What's, What's going on, bro? What's popping? I'm glad. I'm glad brand to be back. New, brand I'm new podcast. You guys. Um, we're finally doing the Biomutant review after a long time of not doing it, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, Easy Allies just posted their Biomutant review two days ago. And then uh, let me give them as the of rock. this recording. Who? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> they're like the nu- they're below us in the rankings. Let's put it that way. Look, the only thing, the only thing, the wow. only thing that matters mango. is that we are actually gonna get ours out at the same time as an official person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's also not about doing it first; it's about doing it right. So Boom! I like that. See, this, you know what we did? We actually be went to the next level. Yeah. Now I'll, it up. I want to start off by saying uh, shout out to Jake because he can't be here today because he has to work, and. Uh, I want to notify everyone that we're all plat poppies on this game. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We all platted the game. Mm-hmm. We fully wiped the bowl clean of this fucking Biomutant mm-hmm. meal. And uh, we got some things to say about it. True. And so stay tuned for that. It was a big meal. It was a big meal. It was a big meal. It took meal. a little bit. Uh, but first off, I want to ask you guys, how have you guys been? I've been wonderful. Love, love that. Love, love, love getting answers. Well, I well, you you asked it first. like you were going to ask something, say something else to it. So. I did. It did look I've been great. I've been, ever since, I mean, I've been playing some co-op games. Right now I'm playing Last of Us, the first one. So. Definitely not a co-op game, but keep going. Well, okay. Well, I meant in addition to the co-op game. <laughs> well, NPC co-op. Yeah. Oh, you're co-oping with NPC. Yeah. With uh, NPC with the, Ellie. Yeah, with the girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How so, far into that are you? Um, so I got out of the high school. I'm still, I think I'm still pretty early on. I'd probably say I'm 25, 30% through it. Maybe the high school. I feel like that was, what is the high school? I remember that part, but I feel like the, oh, I, kept, I keep thinking that was later in the game. But do you remember the high school gym? Was that where you got to fight that big clicker? Is that when you're in Boston still? I, I just got to Pittsburgh. That's where I'm at. Oh, now. Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. Say last of us one is. One of those like rose tinted glasses moments. It's like, damn, that game was good, but I couldn't really tell you a whole. Yeah, lot I don't about remember it. a lot about it yeah. either. Um, yeah, it's fun so far though. So, what have you been playing, group? Outside of life. Well, I was gonna say, life has really been giving me the best playtime of all time. Which that'll is be not good. that'll be tomorrow's episode. Oh, bit. Um, we'll talk about life and do an off-topic episode. But I have been able on the off moments of not being in life mm-hmm. of playing a little bit of Ratchet and Clunk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I've been mm-hmm. enjoying that. The new one, yeah. The, the new one. yeah. Now, it took already me too long to get there, but already I already mean, reviewed that one. But uh, Jim platted it already somehow. He skipped all the cutscenes, which is that's not true. I'm so you ashamed. Did. Not, <laughs> all no, I'm not all of them. Not all of them. You you skipped all the cutscenes and you platted it in like nine hours. I don't know how you did that, <laughs> dude. That takes insane. some dedication. Yeah, yeah. It, it was my. It was I got there pretty quickly, we're and admittedly, I did. <laughs> I did stay up till like six, and. It was ridiculous, but I was committed to beating it and platting it, and, and it was yeah. pretty fun. I got to commend you on that. Thank you. Yeah. 
I think I'm doing okay, at least when it comes to the trophies so far. I, I feel like I'm trying to get them like as I progress. It's definitely not a blad, a blad, a bad trophy list, but there are a couple that you should be working on now. Which ones? Like the void reactor, get that to level five. ASAP. What's the void reactor? It's just one of the guns. It's like a shotgun. It's a gun. Was oh, that it, the one that puts up the shield? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that gun sucks. You have to use it because there's a trophy for. Once you get it to level five, it can catch bullets and you shoot it back at people. Mm. And you got to get like 20 kills with that. Yeah. And it, you know, if you wait till the end of the game, you haven't used it because nobody liked that gun. That gun uh, you have good. to you have to like farm it in New Game Plus or the little battle arena. Do you have to get it to level five to be able to catch the bullets? Or yeah. Does it do that? Level oh, five okay. is what changes it to the yeah. void. Because I was reactor. I yeah, it's, it's named void something repulsor else or something like that. Yeah. Because I, I noticed the issue I was having. That was the last trophy I had on that game. And that w- I was struggling with that because when you catch the bullets, if they're too close, it's gonna kill them with the oh, with the like shield. the impact of the shield. Uh, and yeah. I kept thinking maybe I shouldn't have leveled it up so much, but I didn't realize you have to be level five to catch the bullets in the first place. Well, I I did it in New Game Plus, so I wasn't. They they recommend that you go to the third world where you have a uh, like an arena you can kind of go into to get like gold, silver, bronze, bronze whatever. Yeah, um, like where you go into that bar or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and if you go in there and do the first bronze mission, you can kind of farm the kills for that mm-hmm. one with the void repulsor, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in New Game Plus, and that's on the third planet, so I had to. I was on the, like the second planet, and I had to go find enemies to do it on, like Dang. manually. So it was rough. Why? But, what made you go to New Game Plus? Uh. Do you have to? You can level it up quicker the more things you're killing. And doing that little arena thing, I was just like, uh, it was just taking too long. And I had already like beaten the game. So I was going back to an old save and doing it. And I was like, this is taking way too long. Okay, yeah, that's a good question. So if I beat the game, I don't have an option. I have to go straight to New Game Plus? No, you could still go back. That's what I did. I I waited. There's only one trophy you have to get on New Game Plus. And I waited till all the other trophies were done. And then I did it. Which one is that? You have to. There's two guns. You have to buy all the weapons in the game, oh, and okay. two of them you can't. It's get. not bad. You just have to make it to the first vendor. I was gonna say. Yeah. I noticed that I don't have enough. Uh, what are the bolts? To you'll you'll have yeah, plenty. Buy you'll, all that you'll shit. Have plenty when you that's, get through. Just keep saying. buying the guns as you're playing the I game. Have been, yeah. Get as many as you can. Um, what was the other one? There was the bouncer, and then the oh yeah. So when you beat it, when you beat the game. It copies your save and starts a new game plus in it automatically. So you oh. have two saves. Okay. One where you beat it and one where it's beaten mm-hmm. and in new game plus. So I was just going through new game plus because I noticed I was leveling it up quicker, mm-hmm. fighting enemies just naturally. So yeah. by the time I got to the second planet, I had it le- max level and I was just trying to like manually bounce it back at people. Mm. So okay. it just worked out better that way. Dude, you know what my favorite part of the game is so far though? Hmm. The Invader Zim voice actor. Dude, is he in that? Yeah. Are you sure? Because yeah, it sounds 100%. like him, but I looked it up and I didn't see him credited. Are you sure? Yes. Because the at least Zircon Junior definitely sounds There's just a, like him. Yeah, I, I thought so too. And then but I, don't I think, think it also Doctor Nefarious sounds like he may be voiced by him as well. I thought so too. I I'll have to double check it because I looked it up because I thought mm-hmm. the same thing, but it I don't remember just seeing a, like him. I don't think I saw a Ratchet and Clank credit under that guy's name. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. I think we should, yeah, we should definitely look it up after this. Yeah, I think it sounds just like him. I think it's mostly, uh, I guess, just the modulator, like voice modulator they Mm -hmm. put on him. Luckily, I didn't skip any of the scenes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Anyway. But you know. Sounds just like like Invader Zoom. So you just got done trying Ghost Runner. What do you think of that so far? We made it a couple levels in. I will admit it's a little clunky sometimes, even when you adjust the the controls. Mm -hmm. Because I know you and I had different. I guess likes yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, for yeah, specific yeah. controls. Oh, like yeah, I like to yeah. jump with X button. You like yeah, to jump with R one. <laughs> but 
overall, though, I think it's definitely pretty fun. I think, uh, do you think it would run better as a keyboard and mouse game? More than likely, right? Because like you can probably snap around quicker. Yes, then. definitely. Because it, it's mm. a very twitch heavy game. Like, because mm. I don't know if you ever noticed it, mm. but like if you're not on your A game, especially when you're going like directly in front of an uh, of an enemy. Yeah. Like if you're strafing, you're good. But once you end up like having to go straight toward them, I mean, you got to be on your shit. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they will definitely you know get you at least with either a glancing blow or somebody behind you is going to somehow hit you. And it's very satisfying whenever the. Uh Whenever you do get like a nice little combo going yes, and you're like yeah. swinging through the level. Oh, man. And then whenever he randomly does like a trick shot where he like throws a sword in the air. Yeah, he'll like it. spin it and then you it's slice somebody. Oh, yeah. Um, let's just jump right into it, though. Let's go right into Biomutant and get the people what they want. This highly anticipated game made by 101, whatever the hell they're called. And uh, What were they called? 101 Studios? Hmm. One on one game studio, something is, like that. This is such an informed podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I'm just like, I think this is happening. Uh, what did you guys think? Let's start off with the. What is your first impressions of it? We'll start with Jim. So, <clears throat> I, I went through it with an impression in mind that it's a small studio that made it. There's, mm-hmm. there was, I think they said it's a team of twenty, right? Yeah. Something so, like um, but honestly, I, I was blown away from the jump. Like I was. Immediately impressed by the visuals. It looked really good. It played really well. I thought the customization options that you get at the beginning when you're kind of creating your character, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of options that you can kind of play with to, to make your character unique and, you know, look different. So, yeah, I thought the whole class system and all that kind of stuff was 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 cool and, and gave, it some, gave it some uniqueness to it to make it so that way your character is just not like everybody by everybody else's because i think they even give you like i think it registers some kind of like genome code or something to make yours unique after you create your character or something like that mm-hmm. if i remember right yeah i was but, wondering if that was for like if you wanted to recreate the character under yeah. new save or something so yeah that's what i thought was i was i was trying to look for i was trying to look online to see if there was like a if anybody else put theirs up there to see mm-hmm. if there was like a good build to use i didn't find anything but but yeah yeah i, I mean I, I my first impressions from the jump were, were really good I liked it a lot. I didn't have any issues with it. Dang. I actually, I completely agree. I, I think the the biggest thing that you have to realize is even with it looking good, it's still a PS4 game. Like, yeah. isn't that insane? Yeah. So it's, it's not even next gen. But it, what's weird is, though, at some moments, you'll look at it and you're like, ooh, that doesn't really look too good. Yeah, a lot but, of <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it was like half and half. It, I, well, I think we kind of agree that it's like, up close, it looks ugly, but when you're looking at like the landscape, or right? Like, like the vistas at, and yeah, stuff bigger like that. images. It's like it looks like a, a pretty good plus pretty the good um, game. what is it the what do they call that camera angle where it's like where the the background is blurred but the foreground is like it's like I, focused isometric or isotropic or something like that something like that. Well, whatever yeah, it is, the field of depth type. Yeah, of thing. exactly. Like purple alcohol. I actually enjoyed that a lot because whenever you were in a battle, it for some reason made it graphically look a little yeah, more like. I agree. Actually. Mm-hmm. I think at least cinematic, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought the fact that only twenty people made it, I think really what what made me the most excited was that the potential of what they could do next. Mm-hmm. Granted, I don't know. It didn't seem like it really got unanimously good reviews. Yeah. Which is a bit of a bummer. We can get to the reviews. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is this their first game? Have they, what are, have they yeah, made it? I think this is that studio's first, first game. That's, yeah. not, that's, that's not bad at all. Yeah, that, that's my first impression, too, is like, I agree with both of you guys on that. Um, we can talk about how those pan out as you play the game later, right. but like, uh, I think, like, first impression, seeing it in previews and shit, I was like, 
that's amazing. And then when I found out that it was a small team, it's like they knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Barely, you know, they knocked it to the fence. I wouldn't right. say out of the park, but they knocked it to the fence, which is pretty good. Yeah. And I think uh, for their first try at an open world, which a lot of people fail at open worlds. Right. Exactly. They they did a pretty good job. To but the point but where they definitely it, had some tropes that they still kind of fell into. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't it crazy that that um, like the combat that they ended up creating, it looked like it was pretty. I mean, it was somewhat innovative i guess through previews but when you actually start playing it you're like wow that's actually pretty fun like i Mm -hmm. I think i enjoyed it a lot more than i was expecting Mm -hmm. i was expecting it to be kind of like too repetitive and Mm -hmm. like the instances you usually run into like they're always fairly the same but for some reason they're still pretty fun yeah that's the thing it felt the content felt repetitive but it definitely felt like your build benefited from the actual gameplay. Like you're actually, you made a build and you're actually using it to what your build is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But that, on the flip side of that, my per, one of my personal gripes is that it kind of fucked me over in a way because yeah, yeah, my, for my your build platinum run. Yeah, I had the <laughs> the mercenary build, and uh, it's it's I think it's mainly I think it's supposed to be a mix of like ranged and, mm-hmm. and thing. But uh, I did a lot of up close uh, combat and it was. I would get hit a lot. Like the the up close combat wasn't really fleshed out to the point. Like the way I was describing it to Groove is that in like Arkham Knight or Arkham City, any of the Arkham games, you're fighting a bunch of people, but one person will have a thing you have to like counter that they'll like rush toward you and try to. Mm-hmm. You, it's just one person most of the time, or you can like see it. It slows down, whatever. Yeah. This one is literally like it'll pop up on three different enemies at once. Mm-hmm. So you have to hit L one, or you have to like just get the hell out. That's mm-hmm. that's what I found myself. I was like normally when if I'm in a group attack type of thing, I constantly found myself tapping circle to like evade. Yeah. And kind of re recalibrate everything. But yeah, I, I like. I think the, I chose saboteur. Because I think I'd read that with these type of games, I like melee style mm-hmm. as opposed to range or magic or anything like that. So I wanted something that I could like slash and all that kind of. I like the up close melee combat type. So, mm-hmm. um, but honestly, the way the game played out, I found myself utilizing both, like depending on the situation. And I think it made it more fun instead of just swinging your weapon at everything nearby. Right. Yeah. To mix it up and. I like the the mechanics and the look of it when you're, well, like when you jump and shoot at the same time, and you know the um, I think evade and shoot at the same time. It kind of did like a slow motion type of yeah. thing. So th- those kind of things I liked a lot when, with the fighting and things like that. So I was trying to explain it to Jordan. It reminded me of like Max Payne. Did you ever mm-hmm. play that game? Yeah. Or like slow mo whenever you're like yeah, either jumping yeah, to the left or the right. That's exactly what I, I thought, thought it though, was yeah. pretty dope. Yeah. I liked the mechanic of the Wung Fu, like how. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to do three different attacks to kind of activate it, mm-hmm. and then you just tap L one and R one. I thought that actually worked really well, but uh, but it was weak as hell. Though. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I honestly didn't even know you could use the gun until later. Like I, I didn't know you could even use the gun for the damage for yeah. Wung Fu. Oh man, because it felt like you're supposed to just run up, tap square, and that's the whole thing, where it kind of locks you into like this just square mashing thing where yeah. you're floating in the air with the enemy for some reason it's well, weird. It's because you like knock them up and you're kind of like doing like yeah, a combo right yeah, right man so i was trying to tell jordan that he really kind of got screwed whenever he did the melee build at least when it comes to that uh trophy mm-hmm. because with the gun at least for me i did a crit slash gun build with the dead eye mm-hmm. and so there's a couple of perks there's a perk that gets you more crit yeah there's a perk that gets you double damage if you have a two-handed gun Mm-hmm. And then there's also a perk that, and I didn't really utilize it because it was required to be like a semi-auto gun. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But I ended up making an auto. And the auto gun that I made made it to where you could not miss. Like, because normally there's like a spread, right? Yeah. And usually just randomly misses. Well, for whatever reason, this mod that came on this barrel or whatever modification I had on it made it to where no bullets missed. Wow. So it just absolutely melted anything that it shot at. And so whenever I got Wong Fu, it does actually increase the damage a little more as well. So I would just jump in the air and I would slow mo kill like three or four enemies at once. Yeah. So do you remember I how much damage that. your gun did without like just normally? I don't know. I was constantly hitting crits. Like yeah, I, I literally true. had a hundred percent crit, so I, I couldn't mm. not hit a crit. Yeah. But I was it, doing like at least a couple thousand, maybe three thousand damage at the end. Wow. Per hit That's at incredible. the end of the game. Because the the build I had, I didn't because I didn't really. That, like the only thing I looked up was to find that that flaming sword, which I ended up like loving. I used that the most more than anything it was slow but it did a lot of damage mm -hmm. um so the gun i had i think it did like 300 damage or something but my build also had a lot of critical hit chances yeah. increased chances so i don't know what the actual damage was but but jacob said he found a gun after i think doing all the old world storages and his was doing like 1300 normally i had shot, the gun that, like, that he ended up having and uh and the one that i made was better than that oh, eventually really? but it took me a while because as you know, mm -hmm. the loot is random. Yeah. And even with my luck stat being so high, I was still getting like, you know, common items. It's like I'm level whatever. I don't even know what level I ended up making it to, like 50 or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm still getting common items. Like, come on no. Yeah. That's, that was something I kind of wondered early on because every time you level up, you get, you can power up one of those attributes, whether it's your mm -hmm. health or your luck or your stamina or whatever it is. And I, I wondered how much of a, difference gameplay wise that I actually made because I never really touched the luck but I, I kind of upgraded everything else because that's one of the trophies is you have to right I didn't get two <laughs> two to a hundred or so yeah but so yeah I don't know how much of a difference upgrading those actually made like I think there was one that was supposed to make you faster increase your speed or oh, move agility, the agility yeah. I think, yeah. yeah and I didn't seem to really notice any difference and maybe it's because I don't know. It, it just wasn't a big enough difference for me to really be like, oh, yeah, that's actually making it. I think I heard it. that they said that that attribute was like the weakest out of all. Oh, of really? Yeah. Of course it was. Yeah. It was well, I mean, I, I spent the whole game leveling up strength because I was making a strength build. Mm -hmm. uh, and in terms of melee, I mean, I had like most of my upgrades in strength and it did not. I didn't feel like I was doing anything after a while. I don't think there's any scaling in the game. I think that's. Yeah, the, I don't think there is. Yeah, I think yeah. once you hit a point, it's like there's no point in. Yeah, going I think further. your your mods make the damage. Yeah, not so much yeah, the I actual right. stats. Yeah, like, which and even was the stats weird. when you go to upgrade it, like the sliver, because it would show how much it upgrades. The sliver is so small. Oh yeah. Sometimes that, of course, it's not going to really make a difference. Mm -hmm. So I think you're right. I think the mods kind of made that stuff. But I will admit though, other than the loot chance, of course, luck made a huge difference because it increases your critical chance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And once you hit, like I said, over 100, then you can't not hit a crit. Yeah. So true. you're doing essentially whatever that is times. I don't even know if they give you like a multiple, but hmm. it's going to be more than what you normally would hit. Yeah. Which, right. well, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, which I think was a huge benefit, at mm -hmm. least when it came to me enjoying the combat mm -hmm. <laughs> more so than maybe you guys did. Yeah, I, the combat was very harrowing for me after a while. Um, let's talk about one of the worst things about the game, in my opinion, is... The story slash narrator. What do you guys think about that? I didn't. I didn't really mind it as much. Um, <clears throat> I know when I was reading stuff online, a lot of people like. I think. I think Bombing even or the studio even released an update to cut some of that down because mm -hmm. it was a lot. I didn't really mind the voice or the. 
you know, anything like that. But it was just a lot of like, I don't know. It, 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 like I found myself skipping it after a while because he was saying the same things. Mm-hmm. And like if you when you go to claim one of the outposts, it's just it shows the same exact scenes, same exact, you know, same exact narration. So I ended up skipping it after I maybe halfway through. But um I don't know what what issues were people having with it, or what issues did you have? He just talked a lot. Yeah, well, he he talked a lot, and then the main thing I hated about it, which I thought the concept was cool, I liked how it was just a made up language. Everybody had made up names, even though they're made by a fucking three year old or something. Gobbledygook. Yeah, the gobbledygook went to the splickety splork. Yeah, it was kind of okay, buddy. Um, And the quack quack. Yeah, like (laughs) yeah, the those things were so dumb. But the one thing I hated about it is. I read faster than I can hear them say the whole line about mm-hmm. the squibbly squops and shit. And, <laughs> and, uh, the issue is they would do the, the word. They'd be like, smart, 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 smart. And then he, it would be like, he's saying this. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like literally, it's, you're literally having a translator the whole game. Yeah. And it kind of cuts away from like the narrative you're trying to tell. So a lot of the, the exposition story I was getting, I was getting. It felt like it was third hand. Like I, somebody was telling me the story and not showing me the story. So mm-hmm. that was annoying. And then, like I said, once I got to a point where I can skip the the dialogue, I would it would be listen to this fucking thing blarble for a second. Then the narrator would come in. Then I hit skip. Like it would. It was a step. It was a process every time I talked to somebody. And then they they updated it to where I think you can skip it quicker or something. And there's less interaction. And they have an option already, like from launch, where you can turn down the frequency mm-hmm. of him because he talks about everything. You'll walk into a room and be like, this is the room of the squibbly squarps. Yeah. And then like, just he's constantly there. When you're doing the puzzles, you're like almost there. Dude. Like giving you a warning every time. <laughs> There's a couple more flips. Make it count. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Exactly. Kill you get me tired now. of hearing that after a while. Real real quick on that before Groove answers. I, I think that, that was another instance where I kind of was giving some slack to the studio because literally my head as like after a while I was like, did they just ne- were they just trying to save money on hiring mm-hmm. voice actors or something? So this was kind of their way around that. They just have the narrator do everything. So yeah. I was thinking maybe it was like a maybe it's like a budget thing that, and that was just kind of a it could be way yeah. to cut down on that or something. I started making excuses mm-hmm. for the studio and that might not even be true. I don't know, but that's kinda of what I was thinking. So I don't know if that's so much an excuse, but actually I think that's a good reason for it. Mm-hmm. Because like you were saying, they may not have had that budget to get voice actors. Because yeah. if yeah. you want even good ones, you know, more than likely they're gonna be a little more expensive. Yeah. And then they could put that money towards maybe a better like graphics or maybe more detailed combat you know stuff like that right yeah but um but i mean i agree i think for the most part it could have got very annoying but thankfully i you know turned the frequency down but the thing that i actually enjoyed about it though is that it gave me a lot of reminiscence of fable did you ever play fable i've never played Mm -hmm. fable no so the first game at least i think it was the most prominent the second and the third game just kind of got the first one's the best one if you want to check one out check Mm -hmm. the first one out but that had a narrator, but they did it right. So there were still voice actors for the people. So you weren't really getting a translator each time, mm-hmm. but he was there for like exposition. Like after right. you finished like a, I don't know, like a combat or something like that, he'd be like, uh, now that you finished this, you have the ability to then do this next portion of the game right. or something like that. So like it kind of gave you like a, like a storytelling instead mm-hmm. of it being like, Oh well, what he said was it's like (laughs) yeah, well yeah, that sounds like more like because Fable is obviously like a storytelling game. It's literally a a, a, a fairy tale, right? Um, 
So that kind of works in like the sense of like you're a person hearing a fairy tale. Well, right. But That's this, why this one saying, like gave me some reminiscence. Of yeah. It. Yeah. But this one's like, just give me the fucking subtitles. Like, it, yeah. I don't need, I don't need this barrier. It would be better if they were just doing the squeeze corpse and shit and they just had a subtitle option just automatically translating what it's saying yeah. instead of having somebody, a translator there the whole time. Because it just feels like someone's there holding your hand throughout the whole game. Right. Like, yeah. this is what the story is. This is what this guy's saying. Like, how the, who is this narrator, first of all? And how does he know everything? True. Yeah. Like, you know, not to get, like, uh, yeah, fourth wall breaking of it. who the narrator is. Yeah, yeah he, doesn't, he doesn't introduce himself. <laughs> he almost anything. seems as if he's, like, a part of the world, though. Because he's, like, sometimes, like, as he even mentions, he goes, I have a hard time understanding Gaflorbin. But, yeah, yeah, but uh, but this is what I think he's saying. Yeah, or something like that. Well, like, even oh. when you boot the game up, he's like, "Welcome to like." He's like in every part of the game. Uh, yeah, but, but also kind of felt like the fact that there was a narrator instead of voice actors per se was kind of fit the game in mm-hmm. a way, just because of like you said how silly it was with the names mm-hmm. and the the style of the game. Like if I compare it to like one of the higher, one of the most high quality games like a God of War that has some of the best voice acting I've ever heard. And I think about if they took that out and put narration that how different the game would be and how probably not as good it would be if you just took all the voice acting out. Like, I don't I don't see it being the same feeling as when, you know, Kratos is Kratos's voice and Atreus's voice. If it was just one narrator doing everything, it wouldn't fit. But I kind of feel like it fit this game. I guess it's kind of like I guess it would be kind of like if the whole game of God of War was with Mimir and the boat. Yeah, which yeah, I don't know. Good, that's to be pretty. Fire. I was gonna say that I, I that's a different case because that you're comparing it to like the best game ever made versus an indie game with twenty people. But um, well, even when Mir, like group said that he was he was kind of there for the exposition in a lot right. of situations. Uh, yeah, like if you got lost or he wasn't just like chit chatting. Yeah, he was actually like yeah. explaining things. He was like telling stories to Atreus and right. like mm-hmm. giving background to the. Actual yeah, he's game. actually building the world. Yeah, he's actually helping build the world, which is really mm-hmm. interesting. Where the narrator doesn't really build the world; he just kind of just explains comments. the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing that I liked though about the narrator is is his voice itself. Like it was. Actually, oh, I agree. It's it was great. pretty soothing. Like, yeah, yeah and was. I think the the biggest factor of the game that I loved was how like relaxing the game was mm-hmm. like i didn't feel like i needed to be like on my seat's edge the entire time to play it like i actually right. felt like i was you know just relaxing and chilling and playing the game like eventually once i realized that i could care less about really what the audio or dialogue is saying i just you know started listening to some music like That's exactly i, I actually I felt like me, i was yeah. like chilling out and That's i actually exactly I enjoyed the game more because of that yeah yeah Same i here. think i think it's a way better podcast game than it is to take seriously. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, that being was, said, the game was enjoyable yeah. and the story, it was, it was a cool concept. Like I love, I mean, not to get spoilery, but I love the whole concept of, uh, there's like imminent doom and there's something going on and you kind of have the choice to kind of like, you get to choose people's fates throughout the game. And oh, I think yeah. that's, that's pretty interesting. Um, they even get to the point where there's, there's a lot of fucking things going on. You can skip a lot of it, mm-hmm. you know. What the whole conquest of taking over everything, but uh, I, yeah, I thought I thought the concept was cool. I think a bio mutant two, and I think a like maybe forty people, you know, if they <laughs> they had that extra leap because what they did was amazing. But I think if they had a little bit more push or funding, like a Kina level funding through like Sony or something, mm-hmm. they could probably fucking have something Take looking like Kina. Yeah. yeah, that's like oh man, that'd be sick. So my thoughts would be is that they don't even have to really make a second version of that game. Just take the concepts of it and then maybe even make it more like a realistic kind of game next. Cause I would I like almost that. say that yeah. Biomutant was almost catered towards like kids. 
It, it felt like it. It in felt a way. very yeah. kiddie to me. Like yeah. it felt like a uh, like a ukulele or you know something like that's mainly meant for you know a younger audience. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like if they made maybe granted, obviously I'm going to be a little biased because I want it to be catering towards me, right? Uh, you know, an older generation. If they made it a little more serious, but kept like the same kind of like architecture, like with the um, announcer, with the mm-hmm. uh, or a narrator, I mean, you know, with that kind of like storytelling, you don't have to have voice actors, but change it up like we were talking about, mm-hmm. and then maybe even kind of adjust the combat a little more to make it a little more uh, even between the classes. You know, don't let me be a range shooter and really have a huge yeah. advantage. Yeah. Because I hardly ever got hit. I, like, never needed to use healing items. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. That's an interesting point about the about it being catered to kids because the difficulty level of the game was almost not there for me at all. Like, it was super easy. It I never really felt... <laughs> and I, what was that? It was there for me a little bit because of my yeah. build. And that, that's yeah. what, that goes back to the whole build thing about it being... It can, like, mm-hmm. fuck you over or you can make a god-tier build right. where yeah. you're just, like, running through people. But well, me, I had, I had a bad time. Yeah, and I think I think me and Groob and Jacob, with the with the builds we had, and may, maybe you don't feel this way, but it seemed very, like... Like, it, wasn't, it didn't seem challenging to me at all. Mm-hmm. Like, when I first started the game and you have to fight the... What are the boss like the four the oh, world eaters? Yeah, the world eaters. Like, like I, w- I was expecting something like, oh man, these are going to be because the game's kind of centered around those. Like, you have to beat those mm-hmm. four, and they're all they all have different abilities, and you got to beat them in different ways. And I mean, I beat them all first try. I didn't really have. I mean, I, I guess it's just because when you get to a certain level with your weapons and your character, it. I guess like any other game is just there's not much effort that's needed to to accomplish what you need to accomplish. Right. But I, I found it really easy to get through this game from like a difficulty standpoint. I didn't really feel challenged much through this game. I said, well, not to mention the fact that you were ending up more than likely leveling up to an extent that you mm-hmm. didn't even have to uh, do any of the main quests yet. Like for me, yeah, I made sure that I always did like most of the side quest shit before I ended up going and doing the main mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Mainly just because in the, in the past I've been burnt where I end up doing like some of the main stuff and then somehow the side quest stuff usually gets like X'd out because I went too far in the story or something. Yeah. So it's almost yeah. like a, uh, I don't know, like, like basically, a thing. Yeah, exactly. It's almost yeah. like a uh, habit that I formed yeah, playing yeah. those kind of games. Which I think is a good habit. Yeah. But, uh, but I think at least for me, again, I did not go into this game expecting to have a challenging experience. And mm. I think that really benefited me more because like I said, I mean, I was actually just chilling playing that game. Mm-hmm. And, and there's some games and there's some moods that I'm in where I don't want to be, like, you know, 100% invested in the game. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of getting that with Ratchet and Clank, too. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually paying attention to the story because it is kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's it's fun. It's enjoyable to the point difficulty-wise where at least, you know, if I get hit, I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't get hit again. But I'm not, like, constantly, like, dying and I'm having to redo that entire area again. It's, yeah. like, it's not like Dark Souls, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't really put that as a demerit, even though you can increase the difficulty, even though you can pick a build that makes it harder. But it's like, I don't think you should really give a, you know, a demerit to the game just because it's easy. Mm-hmm. I feel like I saw people saying that that was a problem that they had. And it's like, well, then go find a game that's harder. It's like, yeah, don't hate on a game because it's not difficult enough right. for you. <clears throat> it's like, that yeah, doesn't really make any sense. Because like the 20 people dev aside it's still it's it's like it's i mean if you think about it it's kind of like when you whenever you buy a assassin's creed nowadays most of the time those aren't really like story heavy it's just 
you get a little bit of story oh, and then you're just yes. in an open world yeah. and you're doing the Ubisoft thing of collecting towers and items and mm-hmm. clearing villages right. and outposts and whatnot. Right on your horse for an hour and a half. You yeah, know? and it's I, I think I think there is a like a market and a room for those type of games where you're just chilling. Mm-hmm. Like for, like I'm I'm in the same state with Scarlet Nexus where I just got that, but it's just like I come home from work, I'm mentally exhausted. Yeah, you know, I'm just like I don't want to be thinking about a story and focusing on one thing. Right. I kind of just want to turn on a podcast and just like sit back, play some Rocket League or Chivalry or whatever. And uh, yeah, I think those games, there's room for games like that. And I think this one was perfect for that. Purpose, exactly. So I say it went up higher in my book for, for that, because like you were saying, like after I got home from work and I was like, I really don't feel like thinking about anything. I just want to enjoy some, either some like random gameplay, listen to some music, listen to a podcast, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, Obviously, if you're in the the market for something that's difficult, don't go for this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, if you're in the market for something that's relaxing, that actually is fun to still play. Still fun, yeah. Then I mean, because the exploration when you mentioned that sword, I think games that do that, and this is kind of a bit of a detractor at the same time for that because it almost added too much customization because it had a lot of pointless loot. Yeah. But with those like unique weapons. Those always, for some reason, like make me super excited. Like, yeah, yeah. like whenever I played Fallout, and you would go to like um, a shelter, you'd be like, "Oh, there's usually always like either some cool power armor in there, or there's like a cool weapon that I can get while I'm in yeah, there." Yeah, yeah. So whenever I had that same like, "Oh, they have these old world bunkers," oh, there's got to be something cool there. And then whenever you yeah. go in there, it tells you it's got like one unique weapon or something like that. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, "Yes!" Like, what is that going to be? Like, it seems really like. I don't know, enticing to go to those because you know yeah. you're going to get the yeah. unique weapon. Because it adds to the exploration. You're getting something specifically exactly. rare that is powerful, and you it's basically a reward for exploring. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yes. a, lot, a lot of games don't do that. 100%. <laughs> Most modern games don't do that, which is insane. Right. True. Um, I do want to know your thoughts on, like, one issue. I don't know if it's an issue because it's kind of a, a spoil of, like, riches, but... Um, do you guys think they blew their load in the amount of side missions they had? Because there was a shit ton. I was still picking up some at the end of the game, and I had a laundry list of some that I did not touch. I think that they didn't really give any like real effort to the side quests. I mean, hmm. there yeah. was, like, if anything, I would say they did the best they could for what they had, right? Yeah. So I think it's your, it's your typical, oh, uh, I have this thing but I need this first before you can get <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. It's one of those kind of things. Yeah. So again, you're not like, it's not really pertinent to the story. It's not really, I mean, other than like some of the main quests that even kind of intersprinkled that as well. Like where you had to go to this guy, talk to him and they're like, Hey, uh, I actually need your help for this. And yeah. then I'll help you out. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And which, then, which yeah. And I think, I think I do think there were a lot of side missions. Cause I had the same thing when I, when I was done with the game and I had gotten the platinum trophy. I still had probably, I feel like I still had 15 side quests to do. And I hadn't even picked up everything or mm-hmm. interacted with everything yet. Um, I think it, it seems like the intention with that is to kind of force you to continue exploring the world. And which which I think was the thing I loved and hated the most about this game. Loved being, I, lo- I actually enjoyed the how unique the map was. Oh, yeah. Like, how you have to yeah. have different suits to get in certain areas. That was cool, the resistance system. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, on the flip side, I think I hated traversing the map. I hated, like, if I needed to get somewhere. There's no like waypoint it, system. Yeah, and and there, there were, there is a waypoint system, but 
But not like you can't pick a random spot. It has to be a spot that's already predetermined. Yeah, it has yeah, to be like exactly. a known location. Yeah. And yeah. and there's like, and so a lot of times if it, if they have you go to an area you've never been to, you have to either ride all the way there or transfer somewhere that's close but not really close. And after a while, it just kind of became, but even more so, like just like if I knew where I needed to go and I was even in the air, like the Glitter Moth Cave, for example, I could not find that cave at first oh, for some really? reason. And so I was over yeah, here. It is like, kind of in an awkward that spot. One, that yeah. one's in a very weird spot. Yeah. And I was over here climbing the wrong side of the mountain. Like my character, I was literally just jumping up the side of the mountain trying to. Oh, so you I, were just like free climbing. Yeah. Like, and, that, and I found myself <laughs> doing that a lot. Like I couldn't figure out how to get somewhere or get out of an area. So I had to find a way that you're not meant to go. And I would almost kill. And I killed myself a lot of times, actually. But <laughs> and I ended up hating that part of the game, which, which is a big part of the game. That's probably my least favorite part of the game is just the difficulty I had getting to different areas or getting to where I needed to go. Yeah, right. But at the same time, I absolutely loved the way they had the map set up and how from the start of the game, you can't just explore everything. You have to go unlock the suit and you have to put mm-hmm. the suit on. Mm-hmm. And luckily they had that system where you could put four or five pre-built suits. So you'd have to take your head off and oh, change right. it. And yeah. so that, that helped a lot. But um, yeah, I mean, that was my biggest one of my things I like the most, and also my biggest gripe about it. So. Yeah, the the map. Uh, I think I don't think it showed enough depth because, like most maps, oh, you can kind of turn yeah, it sideways a little bit. Really wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah, so you couldn't tell where that is. Um, fuck, I went mind blank. You can go ahead. I forgot where I was about to go. So with it. I think to add to your point, when they had different types of traversals. That was really cool. So, like for water, you had to get a boat. Yeah. For land, you could get oh, different land about, things. Yeah. Uh, for that one, like north. Would that be northwest, like top northwest, where you actually could get in a blimp or you know higher balloon, mm-hmm. a higher balloon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're making me have a forty and slip here. A blimp, <laughs> a hot air balloon. Right? Uh, yeah, all right, so I unlocked that. I unlocked that. It's oh, optional. the backpack? You mean? Yeah, the backpack. Oh, yeah. Was it a backpack? It's I never just, unlocked it. Just it just so I don't know. replaces your second jump. It, it makes it to where uh, you're. You can glide instead of immediately further. gliding. You you kind of like go up a little bit. And you can kind of go horizontal longer. Yeah. Uh, so if you're jumping off something, you can go horizontal longer at a steady pace and mm-hmm. then start dropping. And then you can glider out or whatever. Yeah. And it's actually good because you can jump, jump, and then use it. And then it'll also like pick you up a bit. So yeah. if you were doing that like rock traversal shit mm-hmm. you're doing it to get to places, it helped. I've, yeah. I've gotten up multiple places. And I saw a video. Somebody was using the mushroom ability to get up higher places. Yeah, did you not know about that? No, I, I knew to use it, oh, but I'm okay. saying like to actually oh. traverse the rocks. That's yeah. actually interesting. Yeah, yeah, they were just drop it down, pop up, and it shoots you up in the air. So, well, that, that might have been that might have been on me. Maybe I should have because I unlocked the hot air balloon, but I couldn't get it to spawn anywhere. Well, it, that's another bullshit thing that I think is bad about the those those vehicles. You have this big open world map. But some of the things only spawn in certain areas. So mm-hmm. the blimp will only first spawn in that top right area. Yeah. And if you're in a different area, you literally can't spawn it. But I kind of liked that, though. Like, it, it made you use different things. Like, you know what I mean? No, like, I, I like, like the, if you had the option yeah. just to always use the fastest thing, you're always going to use that. Right? I agree. Yeah. I agree. But why can't I use, like, for instance, the mech? The mech is not fast at all. That is true. And it's yeah. the, you can't fly with it, but it's just mainly you're for right. combat. The, the mech doesn't really make much sense. Yeah. Where, where and you can at. only spawn that in the dead zone. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It's just, and I'm pretty sure you can walk away from the dead zone with it and just walk around, but like yeah, you I can't spawn it, it anywhere. Yeah. It's kind well, of and, and, and I feel like while I agree with that, I do think at some point when you've progressed enough in the game, right, yeah, like, mo- like most games, yeah. like, like you were saying, the fast travel system, like you don't get that immediately. Mm-hmm. In some games, you don't get that at all until you beat the game. And then you can just kind of go back to any point you want. Mm-hmm. But 
but it'd be nice that if you progress enough to where you could spawn that wherever you wanted. If you're like, like you I mean, but but at the same time, like if you started with that, you wouldn't be able to enjoy it as much. You wouldn't be able to unlock all the different mounts you can, right, yeah. you can like discover. And that's like, this game has a lot of depth to it. I don't know if depth is the right word, but there's a lot to it. There's diversity. a lot of different mounts, a lot of, a lot of differences. Yeah, it's very diverse. And uh, there's like you could you could play this game for hours. And while some of it might be repetitive. There's there's a there's still a lot you can do. Well, like, like game we, isn't repetitive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Conceptually, most games are repetitive, right? Yeah. Um, it's just some are more glaring than others, right? Right. Yeah. Um, Quick question though, before we we transition, did you ever end up getting the magic carpet? No, because I, I, I never found it. I didn't bother with that either. Because I, I I saw in like their previews they had one of them like riding on it. And I was oh, like, that's cool. really oh yeah, I remember that preview. Yeah. I really wanted to find it, but I was like, I already got the platinum. <laughs> See, that's what's annoying. That's that's my next topic actually. Is I want to know your thoughts on the trophy list now that we've all platinumed it. Mm. Just in case there are trophy hunters listening to this, they want to know. Um, my personal, as I said to you, is. I did not like the trophy list. For an open world game, uh, there's like basic things you should do. I think it should always be something close to like Ghost of Tsushima or Miles where it's literally just like complete 100% of the map and you're done. Wipe right. your hands clean. But this one is like you have like 10 uh, magic abilities in the game and it's like use these specific three ones and get 20 kills with each. And I just thought it was like they literally just were like picking different mechanics in the game just like go do it a bunch and i'm like i don't give well, a shit about this specific thing or that like and i agree that like it's good to force me into other shit but like you know i think for the trophy hunters it'd be better if they were like um you know get every piece of the uh, goo glide or get every piece of the yeah. the mech ton you know get all those missions done uh do all the old world whatever the old other old world missions were like you know, complete those something so you significant. Like more collecting stuff rather than like more doing stuff. No, I, I'm fine with the doing stuff. But have it to be like get five kills with each magic thing, or get you know something well, more collectively that's not so feels like hand hand picked bullshit that they're kind of. Yeah, I, I think I think kind of going off your point, some of the trophies you, you can't do whenever you want. Mm -hmm. Like like for example, catching the glitter moths. If you're if you're if you're somebody that goes after trophies. And you don't look at the trophy list before you play this game, and you're kind of forced to farm glitter moss. You find yourself running back and forth in a cave for two hours, and you have to wait for it to spawn. It's not something you can just do whenever you want. Yeah, you have to get lucky. You a have a lot to, of randomness in it. And I know, I think Gru mentioned. I think you said that you happen to catch a lot of those while right. you're playing. Yeah, I was somebody that ignored it because, like, because, like you mentioned <laughs> earlier, I, I, I after a while, I played with. Without listening to the game, so I was like listening to music or whatever. So I wasn't listening for the animal noises, so I didn't even pay attention to oh, it. Yeah. Well, so yeah. I missed it, and at the end, those are the last trophies I had to get was farming those. And luckily, they were all kind of in the same cave. But you're like, I'm just running back and forth. And after a while, I'm like, this is so. so if silly. you had focused like, on it earlier, you would have got through it a lot faster. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure I would have. But that's the thing. Like if. Like let's say I didn't look at the trophy list and I didn't know I had to do that and then mm -hmm. I, I read about it afterward. Then you're spending then I hours. To, yeah, then I'm just spending hours, which is what I did, just running back and forth, waiting for them to pop up. But, yeah. But you're a trophy poppy now. I'm, like, I'm trophy. So that means yeah. you should always be monitoring the trophy. Yeah. So now that I have the trophy, I'm happy. But at the time, <laughs> what trophy I'm saying poppy is wasn't that happy. You should have known that that was coming up. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I'm just fine. saying for people that aren't trophy poppies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know. Well, that, then they shouldn't matter. You know. That, that goes to kind of what I'm saying about the trophy list. It should be something that like. A good trophy list should be something where you beat the game and then you have these extra things to do mm -hmm. that aren't laborious 
or feel like a job or something that is based on RNG like this one kind of was. Um, and hmm, kind of like and honest, exactly like oh my, <laughs> don't even get me started on that fucking plat. Jesus Christ. I just, I'd never want to talk about that game. <laughs> That's what Steve says. Steve says that's his, his least favorite plat he's ever done. That is that platinum was something else. Yeah, that platinum is something else. I and it's there's glitched ones. There's well, see, it's not even hard ones. though. Like it's just yeah. the only thing that's difficult is getting it to spawn. Like, yeah, the it. dangers are: are you gonna run into the room or not? That that's like it's all RNG. So you literally have to find random rooms in this fucking area. You have to go back constantly to these biomes. And find Jeez. one single room with this one audio log, and it only comes up every. It's random. Every now and it's then. all our. Yeah. It's yeah. all random, yeah. and the the drops are like so low. So like, you finding that room is, I mean, in in our experience was like, one in twenty five runs. Then we'll find that like one room, like it, and it's just one room usually. It's one not, room for one audio right. log, and there's like fifty in the game. Like there's there's a ton. So. Well, th- that's kind of like similar to what we we're just talking about with Bob Mutant. With a glitter moss, it wouldn't be so bad if, like, it makes me think of Miles Morales, and there were trophies on that game that weren't difficult or time-consuming, but it'd be like, do fifty uh, web crawl attacks, like mm-hmm. where you're on the wall and you like shoot them up with your web. Yeah. And so I found myself redoing missions over and over to to be able to get that done after the game was over. Mm-hmm. But with that game, it wasn't so bad because you can go to the start menu and see the progress. You yeah. can see how many you have. Left. That was another thing. With the yeah. Biomutant, I, I had no idea how many Glitter Moss I had. Mm-hmm. I had no idea how many more I needed. And so it was like, even when I found one, I was like, oh, I still don't know how many. I might need 15 more. I have no idea. So, right. I, I mean, that's a, kind of a small thing. And it's really specifically only for like a trophy hunter. But... Um, it would have been nice. I would have that would have made it a lot more bearable for me if that was in there. Well, another thing that's actually a good point. I think the glitter moss actually, even though they were the more rare trophy, I think those are way more forgiving compared to the other ones because that goes back to how this is a uh, not very well thought out trophy list. Why the fuck do I have to go to one spot for those fucking ducks like three mm-hmm. or four times just to get twenty of them? Like that doesn't yeah. make any sense. I go there once in, in one of the main missions and I never go back there again. And I'm like, why, why do I have to keep checking into this spot? 20, like, you and know, it takes to get 30, 20 40 of minutes for them to pop back up. Yeah. So that's another, like I keep making comparisons to Miles Morales, but Miles Morales, when I was doing that trophy cleanup, it was very simple. Like you have to do these, like, like when I, what I needed to do, I could just go do, I didn't have to wait for anything to pop up. Mm-hmm. But with that, you have to, you go do the ducks, you get, five or six and then you leave and you have to wait i don't know if you could like exit the game and come back and they would be there but if you stayed in the game you had to wait 30 minutes for it to spawn mm-hmm. back and I, that's not so bad if you're doing other things while you're while you're waiting on that but yeah i could see how that could be annoying too so, so. i'm glad you ended up saying that because i had no issues with any of these trophies because i for example i knew that the the quack what would they call it? Like the quackers or quack? Yeah, the whatever, whatever the ducks. Guppo quacks. He had to get the guppos and the quacks. Oh, and, mm-hmm. and I knew uh, beforehand that, well, first of all, the guppos, I knew I was like, I haven't even unlocked those yet, so I obviously can't catch them. Yeah. But I ended up finding the the ducks. And I was like, well, while I'm progressing other stuff, waiting for that uh, to respawn, I'll just, you know, be doing that. So I didn't even really think about it. And then like, like a half an hour go by, I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I should go yeah. check in on it. Well, so I like yeah. went the, back, and it it only takes four times because you need twenty. Yeah, them. but yeah. the issue is so. is like you knew about it. That's the issue. Like if, well, if, if you don't not, know about it, like but, and first of all, you don't know about it, and then on top of that, 
if you're even a trophy hunter and you're just like, let me look at these trophies, collect 20 of them. Okay. You go there once, you get four, whatever, and then... Well, they wouldn't there's know about nothing, the respawn, though. That's, that's what I'm saying. There's that's nothing true. in the game saying I'll give it's, you that. it's only here. There's yeah. nothing in the game that says that. I'll give you so, that. So that's yeah. the issue. I mean, ideally, when you're doing trophies, you won't necessarily have to look up a guide yeah. if the trophies are straightforward. But like situations like that, you kind of have to do a little tiny bit of research to know, okay, they... Because that's literally the only place they spawn. Yeah, it's yeah. the only place yeah, they yeah, spawn. They only spawn every 30 minutes. Yeah, like that should have been... And I, there could be a narration that I missed that was like these are only in this cave or something, but I I I'd miss that. But I think maybe he I'm mentions that them. like they're special, but I don't think he's like yeah. This is the only spot that they're ever going to be. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think I was skipping at that point. No. I'm pretty sure I was listening. Well, and I think the the cave is named after the it's like gum duck yeah, cave but the, or something. You know. But yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean that's the only place it's <laughs> And also, like you wouldn't think it. Like it, let's say you didn't look at the trophy list. You don't use those for anything. Yeah. So like, well, you, you, would, you use them in the World Eater fight. That's why you had to collect them. Oh, that's why you're. Yeah, but you get now. endless amounts of them in that. Well, fight. right. But I'm saying, as in, like, that's why you had to go there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess that makes sense. But, anyways, um, there's, oh, my last question before we wrap this up. Do you guys think this would have been better, or not, I mean, not better because I, I like the game. I think we all like the game. Yeah. Um, do you think? It would have benefited from a being a PS5 upgrade, having a PS5 upgrade at launch that would maybe make the load times quicker because those fast traveling did have a couple second load time every time, and yeah. I don't know about other things. I think the game looked good, but um, I'm wondering if it could if, if it would benefit from any of that. What do you think? I think overall it really wouldn't have made that big a difference mm-hmm. except for the loading. I think the loading is the only thing it really would have benefited from. Mm-hmm. Because it was such a small team, I'm not really expecting, like, you know, God of War level of graphics, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I think overall, for sure, if they had gotten the, the faster loading times, that would have made it a million times better. Because mm-hmm. then the fast traveling that we were already talking about, how mm-hmm. it's already clunky, would have made it a little less cumbersome if yeah, we could just quickly, like, show up to the where we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not... I, I can't... I was sitting here trying to think of anything else that it might benefit from with an upgrade... But, I mean, it already looks great. It played great for the mm-hmm. most part. So, yeah, I think besides the load time, I'm, I'm right there with you all. I think that's about that's about it. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, think of how small the team was. I didn't hardly run into any, like, crashing or anything like that. Like, yeah. it was a relatively, like, smooth game experience, yeah. Yeah. Like, believe it or not. Well, and mm-hmm. on top of that, we kind of mentioned this earlier, but, like, with the difficulty thing, everybody online was complaining how it was too easy and within a week, they had an update out, and one of, one part of the update was, yeah, that was they added too. like an extreme hard difficulty. Mm-hmm. Like they they like the 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 responsiveness of the dev team in the studio was pretty incredible, and they addressed for sure. Like yeah. I don't I don't know how that matches up with like the whole cyberpunk debacle and how long oh dude it took they them are to taking all those they are taking they, it's still broken yeah it's still broken <laughs> it, sounds yeah, like. it just got back on PlayStation and it still doesn't work on PS4 yeah I saw it pop up and I was like wow I couldn't believe it was fifty dollars first of all after all the issues it had that is true yeah and then I read the comments because I, I saw PlayStation on Facebook post that it's it's back on sale and the first yeah. comment was like I played this two days ago and it's still having issues yeah, so that sure. that alone made me not buy I might have bought it for fifty dollars. Just because of how, pre- despite despite the bugs, Dull. I think Joe might have mentioned you platted and you said that was, I got it the was a good game overall. Yeah, besides I think all the bugs. The Oof. shitty thing is, is like, it's like, what's a good analogy? 
It's like having a Rolex with a big scratch in it. Like it, mm. it's it's a it's a good game, and you can tell it's a good game, and it has like the the elements of a good game, like everything you really want out of it. But it's just like the bugs, and then you have dumb glitches for like some of the stories or some of the the quests. Um, the story was okay, but like I think I think if it was working. It would be a solid like seven ish, mm. you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be an amazing game by any means, but I think it would be a solid seven, which I think is kind of near where I'd put Biomutant. You know? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's, and that's not, I'm oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, 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 go ahead. You're good. And uh, what it became was since it was so buggy, I finished the story. I was like, okay, there's that. That didn't make it, you know, whatever. It made sense to a degree, whatever. And uh, it became a podcast game for the cleanup. So like. If it crashes, like, okay, it's crashed. Go back in the game and then keep going, keep on going. But the crashes were imminent, like no matter what, like yeah. they were constantly there. But um, I think as a plat, and at least at the time, because there was like glitches and like bugs, you can do. I, I there was a way for me to get like unlimited money and stuff, and it made the plat actually kind of enjoyable because I could <laughs> kind of just sit there, turn around a pod, and just like spam some money, go buy all the cars because that's one of the dumbass trophies, and. Uh, because that's like millions of dollars See, you're you talking spend. about dumb trophy lists. Yeah, that's a dumbass yeah. trophy. Don't even get me started on that one either. But Ben had, Ben got, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, dude. I don't know how you got through that. I don't either. Because I, after I beat the game, I was like, I'm done. I don't really feel like playing this anymore. Because to give you an analogy of how it felt for me, it's like, and this is going to be a car analogy, so you, you car fans out there may understand this. Mm. It's like going up to... A car, a Mustang that looks like a GT500, right? It's got the badges, got all mm-hmm. this shit. And you're like, oh, damn, that looks nice. You pop the hood, and it's got a regular V8 in it. And you're like, hmm, you lied to me. That's not the right <laughs> car. Mm. <laughs> so it's, it's, that's, that's literally what the game felt like to me. It felt like I finally popped the hood when I started it up. And I'm like, this isn't the game that I was yeah. promised. Like, yeah, yeah. This, this isn't what I was initially thinking was going to be given to me, right? Mm-hmm. So with the epic disappointment already kind of being like, what hampered the game for me and then continuing on having it crash like consistently having it graphically still not even really look that good even on a ps5 like i was playing on a yeah PS5, yeah and i was like this is kind of embarrassing for a massive company that cd project red is yeah that they, is true. they got so much money from the witcher and biomutants over here like and hey, gwent by hey, the way too oh yeah and gwent that, they made a separate one of that and they sold it and it's i'm pretty sure they had a dlc for oh, that sure. and and witcher so like they have money, money, yeah, money. Exactly. Well, they were saying successful. prior to see, uh, uh, Cyberpunk, they were still making like millions from Jeez. from Witcher. Yeah. And that game especially been after out the forever. show, the show came out, and right. then they said exactly. Witcher sales were like on the top again, right. exactly. top boards. Um, yeah. But to go back to <laughs> go back to Bob Eaton, we can wrap this up. Well, right. Well, I was gonna compare that i was gonna say and there's only 20 people that made Mm -hmm. my and it's like that's first of all it runs smoothly yeah how the heck can 20 people make a game run better than a massive company like cd project yeah Yeah. agreed and not to mention the fact that trophy list even though you did say there are some qualms with it Mm -hmm. it's actually pretty enjoyable it's not the the worst trophy list yeah i wouldn't get at that but it's definitely i'd say like low difficulty it's it's definitely gonna be something that if you aren't focusing on initially it's gonna take you a little bit of time to kind of like slug through it but overall if you're enjoying the game and you're just doing like normal activities in it i mean like the ones that take you 30 minutes to refresh Mm -hmm. just wait 30 minutes while you're doing your stuff and go back like yeah yeah, you know it's really not that hard to clean up um 
last question and we'll wrap it up. Do you, for full price, would you recommend this to uh, anybody listening? I would. I mean, my, my overall, without giving it a rating, this is definitely a game I recommend. I feel like a lot of the gripes we've kind of had on this episode, for the most part, are minor. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just kind of like, like we're able, it's easy for us to just kind of look and be like, oh, wish this, this. But I feel like we said a lot of great things about the game as well. It's, I mean, you're getting, like, when I kind of going back to the Facebook page, for some reason I get ads for Bob Meeting all the time. Like the <laughs> Bob Meeting Facebook pages. It's watching. Yeah, it's just, it's in my newsfeed <laughs> all the time. And I'm, I always go to the comments and there's, a, it's always filled with people defending the game. And, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it gets like a general bad rap. Well, I guess the reviews weren't great when it came out, but if you're, if you're looking for something that's not too challenging and just something that's fun to play, um, you know, it's not the best story, but it has a great open world. There's a lot, there's a lot to do mm-hmm. and it's, it's a not terrible trophy list. And I think, I think it's a great game to play for full price. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh. So I got to keep going back to this. Like, if it's a smaller company like it is, I want to support them. Mm -hmm. And like I was telling uh, you and Steve before I ended up buying it, I was like, I was kind of hesitant. I was like, "Mm, I don't know, because I was having the exact same thoughts that Steve had. Um, But then I was like, you know what? It looks like it's definitely going to at least be enjoyable to play. I'll get my money's worth out of it. And not to mention the fact that hopefully I'll be able to support them to make more. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's not like at the peak of my expectations, yeah, it can hopefully then make something down the road that could be mm-hmm. better, right? Yeah. So I would definitely suggest that at least in this instance. Now, if it was like CD Projekt Red and you know they're dropping <laughs> Cyberpunk, I'm like definitely wait for a sale if you're gonna yeah, want to yeah, buy yeah. it. Wait until like it's like ten dollars, yeah, maybe even less. Um, well, but, and I've heard you say before, I think on 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 a previous episode about how you like when studios especially smaller ones take chances yes yes and i think i think they took a lot of chances on this game i think there's a lot of yeah different aspects to it that you know make it make it unique and some things aren't aren't good like some of the chances they took weren't good right but again like when you look at it through the lens of it being a small studio like you said i mean it's it's hard to find too many bad things about this game right. like it, it was it was a pretty enjoyable game to play overall so mm-hmm. so at the end of it yes i would recommend full price yeah i agree and um i think uh i would say buy it at full price and if it's on sale definitely buy it because for sure yeah because that for a sale game if you catch this for like 20 bucks i mean you're getting a lot of i mean how much time do we spend on this game like i feel I, it feels like a lot right a like lot. i don't know how much yeah. the game time is but I think we got a solid 40 out <laughs> of it, That's actually right? one quick thing like... to throw out there. I think the game time that, like, calculates it must be pretty off because any time I left it in rest mode, it still thought I was playing. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, when yeah, I yeah. came back, it said, like, I played for, like, eight days or something like that. I'm like, I haven't <laughs> yeah. been on here for that well, long. 20 deaths, 20 deaths, 20 deaths. <laughs> well, and, and for me, like, the, the first day I played it, I, I think I started around noon, and I didn't get off. I think I played that game for – I think I was up till 3 a.m. the following day playing without stopping – and and again, it's not that necessarily that the, it's not the funnest game or the best game or anything by any means, um, but it, it's just it's it's just enough to kind of keep you going, right? To yeah. keep you interested, especially at the beginning, that you just find all these new things, the mechanics of the, for me, the melee and and the shooting for the most part were a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's just, it's just unique enough and, and different enough to. 
for for me anyway to keep me interested and keep my attention in it. So I couldn't get off the first day I played it. I remember us texting like beforehand whenever it was just myself, Jake, and you mm-hmm. in our little chat. And then all of a sudden Jim got it in. I was like, Jim, is that in here? <laughs> and then you were like, yeah, man, I just got the game. And then you were literally on it for like the yeah. entire yeah, night. Yeah, you really did like, not get off of it. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I did not get off that for the first day or two. Because I remember you were like sending hooked. us photos of your character yeah, and you were like yeah. showing like all this stuff. I was super did. into it. It, it, was, it was a fun game. And I, I think it's one of those things where it's fun when you have a group of people you're kind of playing along with, even though it's not a multiplayer game. But it just kind of made me want to keep going and keep playing and mm-hmm. and get all the trophies and all that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I liked it. All right. That's been that. Uh, I appreciate you guys being on this pod. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's been great. I'm glad we got this review out of the way finally. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jakey Love, even Shout though he couldn't be here. He's, he's the one that told me to buy this. Pull Usually on. with games, I'll wait a couple of days. But he was like, yeah, you should get it. It's fun. So I'm glad I did. I'm glad I listened to him. Shout out to Jakey Love. And mm-hmm. uh, thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. Say bye. 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 Bye.